Welcome to FRCA Podcast Corner. I'm Jack, your host, and welcome to the FRCA community. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to FRCA Podcast Corner. I'm Jack. I'm Luke. I'm Ethan. And I'm Sam. And today we're here talking about healthy, dependable relationships. So guys... What do you think of when you think of healthy, dependable relationships? Well, well, really, I just think it's important to have that connection, you know, especially in a time like this in lockdown and things. It's important to have that person or that something that you can depend on if you're struggling, you know. Exactly. Um, so if you guys are unaware, we've been doing a project over the last few weeks and months uh, with Media Trust. And it's been called Vlog Star. So we've been getting together and learning how to put together vlogs, learning the ins and outs of editing and all kind of, of kind of like technological side of things. And it's been really fun on it, guys. And through this, we've learned about healthy, dependable relationships. So when I think of healthy, dependable relationships, I think about my friends because my friends have been there f- throughout my time and I can depend on them when I'm feeling low. I can go to them for that support. Um, and it's just a great way of knowing I've got friends that have become family over the years. How do you feel about that, Luke? Just about the same, really. I, well, like my vlog when we made them was well was on top of with Freedom Road and how I grew up with them. It's also been mainly with Jack because we've been friends for the past ten, ten years, haven't yeah. we? You know, it's insane how the time goes. And yeah, I just really hold on to those friendships I think yeah yeah so Ethan what is your healthy dependable relationship who do you seek that kind of bond I'd say um, just like you like with my mates because obviously you're with them all, like loads like, at school and stuff but yeah. during this time it's been a lot harder on people to like go out so it's good to have like like that depend dependable um, relationship because you can like always text and stuff like somebody to rely on then, someone there. Yeah. yeah, because even if you can't meet up, you can always text them, video call. Exactly, yeah. Voice call and stuff like that. How about you then, Sam? Who do you seek that, uh, your healthy, dependent relationship, someone who you know you can rely on no matter what? Uh, Freedom Murders, the charity. Wow. Because uh, obviously we have the sessions throughout the week. Yeah. But also if we're going through a hard time or something at home or... Just anything in general. We can always seek a member of staff or a volunteer or something. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say as well, um, just from the vlogs, it doesn't even have to be people as such. It can also be just things. Like, even one of the vlogs, for example, it was a kid called Finn. He made his vlog about Animal Crossing and how that game helped him through yeah. the lockdown. So it doesn't have to be people, guys. You know? Exactly. It can be a video game. That's the great thing about a dependable relationship. It can kind of be your pet. Because with a pet... Um, it's always there it's never going to leave you it depends on you as much as you depend on it you feed it you keep it alive and it sort of gives you a purpose in life doesn't it it gives you something to kind of thrive and live towards what was your overall experience during Vlogstar? it was um, actually really good because not just like filming your own vlog but like seeing all the other people's ideas and what they've got up to and um, like with like editing and stuff like that, you get used to it. Although I had a bit of help from Dan, um, doing man. No, but uh, that's a good editing. thing, isn't it? You kind of yeah, got together that, with your that's friends. That's one of my out. dependable relationships because we depend on each other, really. Oh, so um, Luke, 
your video was quite emotional. Um, it left a lot of people crying in the Zoom call. I just want to say, like, your video was so, so emotional. What what made you drive? Did, was that kind of the main driving point part of your kind of vlog? Was it to make people emotional or? I'd, I'd, well, I guess I'd say so it was really because like every week, you know, we met up once a week on Zoom every Thursday yeah. in the afternoon, and um, I know I think one of the aims was to, well, as well as just being a person who's probably more or less like an opportunity to share people your story more or less, and I thought yeah. that would be suitable in my case. So I just thought it'd be my main drive to have shown how I've grown up with Freedom Road over the past near 10 years and oh, brilliant. loved making it because just, well, even though if there's like masterclasses, you know, of making the vlogs and things, I just thought it was a really good new experience to get into because I never once thought I could make my own vlog or anything or a video. Yeah, because I have to say, Luke, your video, it kind of shows a journey. You hope you don't mind me discussing it, but like you talk about how you used to talk with your hand in front of your mouth and all those amazing things that you've overcome. And it's like, it's so inspirational watching a video. You get goosebumps, you feel so involved with it because it's the way you speak as well, isn't it? It's like you put on a different kind of voice, which kind of... You know, you slowed your voice down and it's kind of, it was really good, Luke. I really loved your vlog. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> so, um, Ethan, what would you say was one of the most funniest moments of Vlogstar? Did you have any funny moments or? Um, unfortunately, it wasn't filmed, but whilst we were <laughs> trying to get one of um, Mass Eatings, um, just after recording it, we thought, oh, let's just have a mess around with the rugby ball since we've got it out for a break. And then Luke goes up um, right behind a bunch of um, trees to see if he can kick <laughs> it over. But there's a lamppost there and he kicks it straight out the back of the lamppost yes. and like, <laughs> it goes straight back at him. Did it hit him or? No. Oh, that's all right. Then. I was nearly on a bunch of stairs, so it luckily hit the stairs rather than myself. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but it still hit the lamppost first, which was yeah, quite yeah. funny. <laughs> so Sam, as an outsider, um, someone who wasn't really involved much with Vlogstar, if you had the chance to do it, what would your vlog be based on? Probably the charity of Freedom Road because, okay. like I said, uh, it's someone as there's people within it that you can go to yeah. for anything really. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. So, Luke, uh, you've not really been involved with our podcast as much, but um, I just want to say thanks for coming along today and being involved with our podcast. It's really nice to have you down here. Um, so Luke, let's talk a little bit about you. Let's, let's kind of um, introduce you to the podcast. So Luke's been coming to charity a while. He's just completed his master's. So congratulations on that, Luke. Finally, eh? You got that out of the way. What was that like doing your master's? Uh, well, even though it was only a year, I think particularly the last few months was particularly tough. Just because, right. you know, well, from March, you know, everything with COVID kicked off. Lockdown was announced. Everyone had to go home pretty much and stay at home. And um yeah, the last few months I had to complete a long written piece of work and just yeah. to be sat in the same room to the same desk each and every day doing wow. it, it's, I, I don't know, I think it's just, when you're in that constant same environment that you have to be forced in. Yeah, yeah. Because of how restrictions are placed, it's, it was just difficult, but. Yeah, like you, you kind of feel like you're in the same place 24-7 and there's no change or something, yeah. Yeah, I think it just puts into perspective really, you know, say if you're at a job or something, you know, just to, Never take it for granted, you know, you get to go out to places to go and do your job yeah. and things, you know. Like, for example, I work at a sports centre every now and then, and it's even sometimes me have to end up in an office and things, but just that change of environment, I think we all just take it for granted. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, yeah. 
So um, we, we didn't have you involved much uh, for this podcast. Um, so I'll ask you this question, but what, how did you find lockdown? Because we've uh, asked everyone in the, in the podcast so far, so let's get your opinion. What was your overall, like, how did you feel during lockdown? Did it affect you or...? Uh, well, but I think, obviously, probably would be to say, like, it's, it wouldn't have not affected anyone. It would yeah. have affected everyone in so many every ways, unique yeah. ways and things. Um, so, like, for me, I still had uni work to do. And with that, it was particularly tough to keep that going with the mentality side of things. So, yeah. early on in the lockdown, I decided to go and start doing a bit of running, actually. Cause yeah, I noticed that. All over your Instagram, there's loads of real nice pictures of sunsets and like, <laughs> loads, loads of inspirational quotes. I used to look forward to reading them. That's oh, cheers, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ethan, um, what was your kind of, how did you kind of get your beginning, your middle and your ending for your vlog? What did you go right? Did you storyboard it? Did you have just a, a map in your head of what you wanted to happen? Like, how did you get your vlog together then? I just kind of mapped it out in my head because it, I can't really go off paper that well. Right. So I kind of just mapped it in my head, just like, let's start with something I'll enjoy start with a clip of my mates, then go to marina to end it off with some like calm relaxing like movements of water and the boats and stuff. So that's what I kind of um, based it on is just whatever popped up in my mind pretty much. Brill, brill. All right, um, what about you then, Luke? What was your inspiration to get your middle intro, outro, you know, your overall vlog? What Did you watch a few like YouTubers or vloggers and did it give you inspiration? I think, um, well, I'd say quite frequently what I sometimes don't mind doing is like, you know, I don't know, you like you get watch YouTube playthroughs, like games and stuff, because I haven't played games in years and I just, I don't know, like sometimes watch them every now and then. But um, also as well, personally, I could never always face the camera for so long, yeah. talking for like very long, long periods. So, which is why like in my vlog, it was like the first minute or so was me talking. Yeah. Then the rest was like, well, you know, like how mine was with, me going up through Freedom Road. Yeah, yeah. It was more or less like I planted evidence of that. Right. So it's oh, really yeah. how I wanted to showcase that. And Don't you think yeah. it was really hard as well not to say those like filler words, you know, like, yeah. um, mm, ah, um, it was just so hard. Like I had to re-record about four or five times. You're nodding there, Ethan. Did you think that like, how many times did you have to stop and go, I said um about 20 times there and I was only saying my name. You know what I mean? To be fair, I think I recorded like just my like intro like three times, and then all my voiceovers I took like four or five takes because all I was saying was um like in between it because I didn't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up having to write it down and then just kind of switch it up. Yeah, I'm just uh, coming in with that one. When you say I remember we on a training course years and years ago, and uh, you had to pick on people's. Um, during the during the kind of tra- the, the course, you had to you you had to watch somebody and you had to pick on something that they got. Um, they oh. kind of uh, something that you was doing on a regular basis, and they said to me, "You say like a lot, right?" And I've, and since then, every time I'm going like, like, even now, I start to stop saying like, because uh, like uh, like you know like it's. And you do, don't you? That is People so true. Yeah. Luke says, right? So you're on a conversation with Luke and you'll just be like, right, and and right, and you're like, right. <laughs> right. All right. You're all right. Right. 
<laughs> right. But our, oh, God, you're making me it's do it now. Isn't it? But <laughs> let's talk about an enlightening subject. Just just one more, uh, one of these things. Um, if you listen to the FRCA <laughs> FM shows on a, on a Wednesday night, you'll know that after the intro to every song, these two will say, so sit back, relax, and, and enjoy. enjoy. But you forget And then more. some sort of like hard metal song comes on <laughs> by Kanan. You forget now one extra signature thing on more or less is Jack's. Enjoy, guys. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, 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 but it has to be like a whoop, whoop. Or even worse when Jack controls it as the host, he fades it out in the background and goes, whoop. But right, let's talk about a completely different subject. No more vlog star. Let's talk about celebrities that have inspired you. So, one of my most biggest celebrity inspirations through the years has been Seth Rogen. He's an actor that has taken the boundaries of normal kind of acting and gone, right, I want to change this. I don't no longer want to follow a script. I want to make my own script. So he kind of method acts and also improvs his entire movies. And I think that's inspirational because not to give in a script and make your own character on the spot, it's amazing. It's, it shows a lot of effort, it shows a lot of skill. So who inspires you, Luke? Oh, that's honestly a really tough question. Um, I'd say, I'd say for the very least since finishing uni, I think, well, Ian will agree with me, I've started to probably want to get back into a bit more songwriting. And with that in mind, one person who's always stood out and inspired me is probably Ed Sheeran, I think. Because he's one of those artists that works, well, I think it was like right at the bottom or something at one point, you know, just busking and things like that. Yeah. And I think as soon as he got more listeners, he just worked his way up and then look where he is now. He's like, every year he's on like Brit Awards and things, doing stuff like that. He's incredible. He's He's been in a few movies as well, you know, he's had a lot of, you know, inspiration in a lot of things. What about you then, Ethan? Who's your inspiration? Best say me. You're not a celebrity, unfortunately. Well, a Freedom Road celebrity, maybe, but Burns. that's besides the point. Um, I don't really have that many celebrities that I've, like, I've looked up to. But, like, in, like, music, that's what I mainly do. I'd say, like, Josh Dunn from 21 Pilots, because I quite like their style of music. And if I do singing, I, like, go for, like, different styles, which I think would actually quite suit my voice. Go on, Luke. I was just going to say, with you being a great 21 Pilots fan, what is your favourite 21 Pilots song? Yeah, what is it? There's quite a few, but I think it's probably My Blood on the newest album, Jumpsuit. Definitely. Good choice. Just the story, and if you actually find out what's fully happening, it's actually, it's quite heartbreaking when you fully know the story, when you actually figure it out, but like just watching it, it's all right. You, it's, yeah. So what about you then, Sam? Who inspires you? You're kind of sat there like a Will Smith kind of character. You know, Strauer, Compton. <laughs> Come on. Uh, probably most musicians nowadays, like uh, Brendan Ewey or s- someone like Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse, because, well, with Brendan Ewey, he puts his weirdness sort of yeah. into his music. So is that Brendan Jury, uh, don't, don't hurt me or have a go at me, but that's... Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> it was Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> you just aired like real Panic at the Disco, and I was like, Mike at the Disco. <laughs> but yeah. If it was, if it was, if it was in a, like a little quiz then, I'd have 
No, it's definitely not one thousand pound. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, because it's quite weird within his personal life. Yeah. He sort of adapts that into his music. Brilliant. Yeah. And with Ronnie Radcliffe from Follow Reverse, he's why not falling in forward? <laughs> he's actually gone through quite a lot with his personal life and right. is mentioned that on some of his music oh. and powered for it to be able to create his music as good as he does. I like that. So kind of he puts his personal life in his songs and kind of bears all. Mm. That's in, yeah, that's really good that. So um, yeah, I've spoken about my, my inspiration. We've all spoken about our inspiration. So let's get on to one last funny subject. So let's talk about pets. All things pets. Does anyone have any funny pet stories? I mean, I have one. Um, I was about nine. My dad's cleaning the fish tank out and I adamantly wanted to hold my goldfish. So he catches it for me and puts it in my hand. And lo and behold, it starts flopping about in my hand. So I dropped it and my first honest reaction to that was to stomp on it. And I kind of killed my goldfish. Sir, on that note, what about you, Luke? Have you killed any of your, I mean, have you loved any of your pets? To the uh, point of death. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> so, this was going back years ago. I was probably, I think I was about four years or something. Um, my first and only other pet was a goldfish, actually, as well. <laughs> believe it or not. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think it was like, as funny in particular. But, um, yeah, I'll get out of straight. It didn't last long, poor thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, when my mum decides, right... What a better way to send it off than just to leave it in a matchbox. <laughs> Where? Uh, it was just one by I woke up, went downstairs and I saw the tank, I was like, where's the fish? Where's it gone? And then next thing, my mum comes in, comes to the kitchen, there rest of the box. Matchbox. That's so morbid. Just, uh, I'm just like, <laughs> so you can't what is that? To go That's my fish. <laughs> That's like um, in a, f- a funeral place, isn't it? Where you go and view the, the dead body before saying goodbye. What's that called, Ian? I don't know. I tell, uh, uh, can, I, can I talk about <laughs> Dad? Right. So, talking about that, um, I remember, oh God, I don't know how old I was. I must have been three, four, something like that. And, uh, and I got a tortoise for my birthday. So I got up, and there it was. And I'm walking around with this tortoise. Right, but there's his head and his legs were in, and my mum does say, I think his toes has died overnight, but they didn't tell me, so I'm just walking around with this shell all day. <laughs> right, so the next morning I went to school and they had to shoot, shoot, shoot back to shop and get me another one that was alive, and I called it Horsey. <laughs> why, I don't know why, but it was called Horsey, and that one did like live for quite a while. And you saw it wanted to stab in it, and your mum and dad threw it. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, Ethan, have you oh, had any fun pet stories? Well, it was probably, I said it on the um, holiday podcast. I think that's already out. The dog story. Yeah, where my um, dog <laughs> took a dump on the bed. I literally, we pretty much just got there. Yeah. Goes out to get drink, and it just dumps on the bed. Best way, it's, it's an housewarming gift. It's to keep the sheets warm. What about you, Ethan? I mean, Ethan, <laughs> Sam. What about you, Sam? Uh, there ain't many that I can think of, but uh, yesterday, 
Oh. When very recent. When uh, my dad came round to my mum's house because it was my mum's weekend to have all of the kids. Uh, she's got a little hamster sat on a in a cage on a kitchen tad. <laughs> right. And my dad literally feeds it anything. And he just had to get a full wheat, a full wheat bick out, stuck it in his cage, and all he could see was him come out of his bed and drag it into his bed. <laughs> just dragging this light, like it's similar size thing. Oh wow! Did it take any sugar on your milk or out or a bowl? No, no just dry. savage. So yeah, so basically, um, when I was younger, Adam had a goldfish called right. Bobby. Um, and it died, and we had a, a funeral in um, my grandma and granddad's garden. So I decided to lead the funeral. Right. And I wanted to sing it a song. <laughs> see, uh, see, at least you guys gave yours a better send off than mine. Well, I basically started just singing Bobby is dead, he's in the ground. And Adam was very upset about that. And that's my story. About Bobby is dead, Bobby is in the ground. Basically, something like that, yeah. Wow. Ding well, dong, Bobby is dead. Very well. <laughs> oh. Right, you've reminded me of a story about I once bought a guinea pig and it got brought home one day. We called it Freddy, a lovely guinea pig, but it was very chubby and we always thought maybe it was just, it liked its oh, food. No. So one day during bonfire night, fireworks are going off. We didn't think now of it. We comes downstairs, we checks the um, enclosure and there was three guinea pigs in there. We'd gotten Free for the price of one. It was great. So basically, overnight during bonfire night and all the fireworks going off, it scared Freddy, and no longer Freddy was male; it was female. So we called her. I don't know. We, I can't remember what we called her. Probably yeah. Francine or something. Francie, Francesca or something. But yeah, we got given two new babies. It was ace. So Ethan and your story on a guinea pig. Yeah, speaking about yeah guinea pigs. Yeah, that's what we was on about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you got um, three for the price of one, I technically saw a guinea pig giving birth at a farm, and I've never seen those guinea pigs ever again, so if, if they're your bacon next week, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel so sorry for you, never got to see those guinea pigs again. So guys, it's come to that part of the podcast where we have to say goodbye. This is a goodbye from me, Luke. Me, Ethan. Me, Sam. And me, Jack. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be bringing you some more FRCA goodness. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>